0: Hey mama, welcome back to the show. This is Melanie. I'm so excited you're joining me today. And I'm so excited for today because I'm sharing my interview with Alexia Carrillo of Mama with a Calling. And Alexia is a coach, a business coach, a mentor. She's a mom. As a former scientist and recovering people pleaser, she found it hard to follow the desires of her heart to be home with her son, to have more freedom with time and money, and to make a bigger impact in the world. She was living life based on what others expected from her instead of confidently following where God was leading. Through extensive Bible study, prayer, and tons of mindset work, she finally found the confidence to let God lead her in her life and her business. Today, she's a business coach, and she shares with moms how to quit their nine-to-five and pursue their calling their God-giving callings. She's such an amazing friend and support to me. So I am so excited to welcome Alexia to the show today. Hey girl, welcome to the Joyful Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melanie, wife, mom, iced coffee lover, and self-care coach. I see you, mama. I've been you. You're overwhelmed by your to-do list. Laundry and dishes are piling up. You can't even focus on what to do first, let alone find time for self-care. You want to find yourself again to get back to who you were before the kids, but you're stuck. That's why I'm here. Let me guide you, motivate you, and teach you how to prioritize what really matters and be more productive in your daily routines so that you can actually have time for you again. Let's take a little break from being a mom for a minute and rediscover ourselves, our passions, our hopes, our big dreams, and what lights us up inside. Are you ready? Let's do this. Mama, have you heard my prioritization and productivity session is $30 off this month. There's only a few days left and a few spots available. So during this session, you will sit down with me for 60 minutes. We will go over your calendar, your to-do list, prioritize your routines and what really matters, get rid of anything that's not serving you, and also make you more productive in your daily routine so you can actually have time for yourself again. If that sounds good to you, I want you to click the link in the show notes and sign up for your 60-minute session with me. I cannot wait to see you in there.
1: No, oh, I don't even see it as an option. Hey, Alexia, welcome to the Joyful Mama podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so excited for you to join us today and talk to these mamas. I'm excited to be here. All right, so why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and what you do?
2: Okay, so um, I am a mom and wife. I have one son. He is five, almost six, and um, I actually went to school to get my PhD in cancer biology, and um, I thought I was going to do career life, and then when I got pregnant with him in 2015, I realized, no, I do not want to leave him daycare all the time. And so I set out to figure out how I could be home with him. And in 2018, actually quit my job, came home um, to be with him. And that's when I sort of dove into the online business stuff. And really um, in 2019, ended up coming, kind of having this spiritual reformation where I ended up really just getting back into church and back into my faith. And started the mama with a calling podcast where i help other women uh do the same thing so you know have the courage and empower them to leave their like transition transition from their career to doing something else so that they can be with their kids because a lot of women feel like they don't have that option that it's like you're stuck in the, the the whatever career you chose or maybe in the rat race as it were climbing the corporate ladder and um, yeah, so I, I do that. I have the podcast and coaching and different things. And um, yeah, I just love helping moms be able to live the lives that they are, they're wanting to really live.
1: I love that. And your podcast is so encouraging. It's such an inspiration for moms. Thank you. So I love it. Um, t- can you talk a little bit about how did you transition from like having this thriving career to then quitting your job and working from home and starting a business
2: um yeah I I feel like goodness it was such a weird path because I didn't I mean I used to say I will never be a stay-at-home mom and I will never have a business because I just didn't understand like those two options in life. I was like, those aren't for me. Like, I don't understand why anybody would want those. Um, But when I was in grad school, first of all, I absolutely hated grad school. So I already had this awareness that I was like, I'm too stubborn to quit and I'm going to get this PhD, but what am I going to do with it? Like, I really didn't know. I knew that I didn't want to do the traditional career path. That's normally like you have a lab and you're at a university, but I was, so I was already kind of had my feelers out. And when I got pregnant, I just really started to say, like, I want to figure out there are other ways. And when I was getting married in 2012, preparing for my wedding in 2013, I saw people on Etsy, like all these things that I wanted, I really liked the idea of like crafting and DIY and all that. And as I, I realized people were actually selling that stuff. And so I just got really intrigued by the idea. I was like, maybe I could sell on Etsy. Maybe I could do something. And I actually tried that for a little bit and it was very unsuccessful, but it taught me a lot because I realized that creativity and innovation and in this, it got me really interested in marketing and like this idea that you have to create, first of all, it's very vulnerable to create something and then try to sell it. And then you have to figure out what people want to want to buy. And so I kind of went on this little path there and just kind of dove into what are my options? Like, I just knew there had to be an, a way for me to make money from home. And science wasn't it because figuring out how to do science at home wasn't really a thing then. Though I will say now with COVID and stuff, there's tons of jobs that have been kind of put in remote. But at the time there weren't, this is 2015. And um, I actually ended up selling on eBay was the way that I really was able to transition to working from home because with that business, it's really straightforward. It's just go and buy buy and sell things or you buy things like low and sell them high. And it just was very formulaic. Um, but I was listening to this podcast um, about Side Hustle Nation with Nick Lober, And I was listening to that and heard Rosemary Groner. She's like this big blogger. And she was talking about making all this money blogging. And I was like, this sounds awesome. She just helps people with a blog. Like, yes. And so in 2017, I started the blog, but it was so hard for me to figure out what, what am I supposed to help people with? Like, this is, you know, so I stuck with the eBay thing and transitioning to home, I thought was going to be like this magical thing that like I've arrived at this new life (laughs) and trans, because I mean, before I worked, you know, I was out of the home 10 hours a day. I commuted in because I live in Nashville area, like north of Nashville, Nashville, So I had to drive in and drop Aiden off at daycare and all this kind of stuff. And when I got home, when I started working from home, in my mind, there were things that I was like, I'm not doing a routine. I've been stuck in the, like, that's one of the things I hated about having to go to work is that I had to be there when they right. said and leave when they said and all that. I didn't have freedom. So I thought, well, my first month at home, I'm, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. And I can be with my son because that's what I want. It was the hardest month of my life because he, like, I wasn't used to being a mom. That was, I just didn't realize, but being a mom was something that I didn't know anything about him. I didn't know how to put him down for a nap. I didn't know what he liked to eat. I didn't know what to do with him all day because I was normally seeing him for a few hours at a time. And on the weekends, it was just chill, you know, I don't know. And All of a sudden it was with him all day, every day. And I was trying, this was a terrible mistake, but I was found myself trying to work and have him at the same time. He was like two and a half or something. And I literally like legitimately believed that because of Pinterest, I guess that he was going to sit down and play with the Play-Doh and blocks that I gave him (laughs) while I worked all day. And this was going to be amazing. And that is not what happened. And it was very stressful
1: that time. I'm so glad you mentioned this because I struggle with this. You know that we've had conversations of that. But like, since I started working from home just this past year, I thought the same thing. Like, this is going to be amazing. I get to work from home. I get to be with the kids. And yeah, my two-year-old has other plans for that. (laughs) So it's like, I'm so glad you mentioned that because a lot of moms who want to maybe quit their careers and work from home. This is something they need to know, that it's not going to be all like unicorns and rainbows, right? It's not going to be easy at all, Uh, but you you can do it and you can make it work. So talk to us a little bit about how you make that work now. Yeah, well,
2: now he's in kindergarten, which is great. But between then and now, (laughs) I just remember having, I I remember realizing very quickly, like within the month um the first of both of me working from home that I had to do something because the intensity from myself like the stress and I was just so aggravated that I couldn't get the work done because like this was my chance this was my thing like I I was I was definitely then in like a hustle mentality but when you have a two and a half year old who wants to like play he's not helping with the hustle part you know And so I, but I could tell that it was affecting, like, I was like, this isn't good. Like it's affecting my relationship with him and I don't want this. And I felt so guilty about putting him in daycare because I thought I need to be able to do this. Like other women work from home and they have multiple kids. And actually it makes it harder that I only have one kid, um, because there's nobody else for him to play with there, you know, none of that. Um, but that was really, really challenging. And so I, I decided to put him in a, in a small like church daycare for like, it was like nine to three, three days a week. And that was amazing for me to kind of have that segmentation. Cause there were so many things going on. It wasn't looking back. It wasn't, obviously it wasn't his fault. It's just that I didn't know anything about routines. I didn't, I mean, I had to do so much research, but I had to figure out that not only does he need routines, but I do because, um, I mean, we now know he has ADHD, but I also do. And I didn't really think about it before. I hated the structure of work in some ways, but I got to decide my routine and I had to have a schedule and I had to have this like plan. And I remember even trying to figure out, okay, um, when he gets up, then we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this and trying to keep him on a routine so that he would actually nap instead of me just on a whim. Cause I had to realize that, okay, in the morning, I need to, he needs to go play and he needs to get worn out basically. So that when it's nap time, he actually naps so that I can do my work. Um, So there were just things like that, like figuring out routine, figuring out the home routine and then um, my mindset. So I had, I mean, tons of work there, but I had to really think like, I cannot be trying to work when he, and play with him at the same time. And I can't be having this mom guilt about working just because he's in the house. So a lot of that during that time would be that I would work at nights when my husband got home and not like the whole night or anything, but I just had so much guilt. Like mom guilt is self-imposed for sure about like having my husband watch our son. And I'm like, okay. And I had to tell myself like, this is not, I'm not, no, he's, he needs dad time. Like I And giving them the time to bond, (laughs) like they need to bond, they need to learn that. And so that was one of the things that I had to do, but really it was a lot of mindset stuff on my part, creating routines and figuring out what works for us as far as how much time I wanted to spend with him and that, that I felt was a good amount and doing the things that we wanted to do, like making sure it wasn't just, I mean, nothing's wrong with sitting around watching TV, but I kept wanting to do a bunch of things and then not planning them and then feeling bad because all we did was sit around. Um, And then like, like I said, figuring out the business side and what tasks I needed to do so that when I worked, it was very intentional.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I like how you mentioned the mom guilt, because a lot of us deal with that on a daily basis, right? So you felt that mom guilt when you put them in daycare, which if you're a mom and you're working from home listening to this, you can probably relate because there's like a struggle, right? You want to build this business. You want to work from home, but you also love your kids and you want to be there. Right. So it's kind of like finding that not perfect balance because there's no such thing, but finding that balanced routine that actually works for for everything and for everyone. Right.
2: Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I had to realize about, I mean, it just figuring out the daycare thing is a a couple of things. One Being realistic with like, I felt like me putting him in daycare was because I couldn't like handle him or something like that. I couldn't, but it's not just for, or so that I could work. It's not just that, like he has other people and other kids and he's playing and having a great time. Like, even if he was at home and I could work, like that's boring for him. So it was, it was instead of, I had to shift the way I thought about it. It wasn't so that I could work. That was a perk, but it was also to benefit him It was also to help me realize that having this business, like some people are totally going to want to just be with their kids and they don't want to put their kids in daycare. And that's totally fine. I mean, just be realistic about how much time you can work on your business or whatever it is and own that. But there's this other side where there's a guilt for like not spending 100% of your time with your kids. And it's like, this is where like the boundaries or like the mindset around what do you want? What are you feeling led to do and, and being okay with that and then making it happen so that everyone is, is good in your family.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Cause I mean, some women might not even want to start a business or work from home. They might just want to be a stay at home mom and that's totally fine Mm -hmm. if that's what they're called to do. Right. But if you are passionate about, you know, working from home and being a mom, like, it's doable, but it's just going to take some restructuring of your routines and your habits and all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I love that. So um, tell me how, what are some tips you can give a mom who's maybe looking to start working from home or creating a business of how she can create that balance that kind of works for her life? What are some tips you have around that?
2: So I think going back to what I was saying is, is like really deciding what is going to work for you and what you're really wanting. I think a lot of times women, um, we, I mean, I'm for sure like this, especially if you're a people pleaser, maybe, um, you might have input if you're leaving a career, especially like a high level career, or maybe like one that had a, a lot of training or something and you try to go home. The people around you are going to have tons of opinions they're going to think it's crazy like why would you give that up um you know one of the things that I did as a scientist is I like researched cures for diseases and so like my brother kept saying you could do such amazing things and you could be curing cancer and you could be and like when COVID hit he was like you know you could be they could use you right now and it's just like you know and you have to learn To um, be really secure and strong in whatever it is you have decided. Or when people say things like that, you're going to feel angry, guilty, whatever, and maybe even swayed by it and be like, you're right, I need to go back when it's not really what you want to do. So I think when it comes to all of it, like what your house looks like. What you're willing to tolerate? I know, like we have a like a half an acre yard or something, some amount a, a yard that needs to be mowed and maintained, and I want it to be immaculate, whatever sort of. But I don't know how, and I don't have the time, <laughs> and so I had to eventually. I used to get so stressed out about the yard, and I had to tell myself, you know what? Um, like, other people maybe have time to do this or are willing to pay somebody to do this. I don't and I'm not willing to pay somebody to do this right now so as long as it's mode like I just have to be okay with that and not I sort of operated from this place of like I needed to do all these things to like please people's judgments and so we have to be really careful about that Um, and so then and then once you have those things established once you figured out like okay this is what I really want I want to have this much in my business this much time and I want to do this with my kids like maybe it's not spending all day with your kids even though that, even though you're at home working but maybe it's um saying okay in the I want to spend the morning so that's what I ended up doing with Aiden was we would spend all morning together and by the time afternoon was there I saw it as two things one he got his cup full right like he got his interaction and we were together and we got to do things it um just gave us a chance to have that routine. It also gave us a chance to have his energy be used up. So we would go on walks and we would do activities and we would do all this stuff in the morning. And then it would be like lunch. And then the transition would be the afternoon. I created like, I was like his reward was while mommy's working, you get to watch TV or you get to watch a movie or you get to play on your tablet or whatever it was as he got older. And, um, it was like, he was working too. And so, um, that became really, really good, and then I had to do a lot of stuff. And this I think will help a lot of people too, because if you again, if you came from working all the time, your home probably didn't require as much attention as it will when you're in it all the time. I was like, what is all? Like I didn't yes. know this was such. Oh a, my god! The laundry, the dishes, like, and then you're you're in it more, and so I felt like I yes. noticed things that I didn't see before. I was like this area is cluttered. I didn't even, I just wasn't paying attention before <laughs> your focus is somewhere else. So I put a lot of effort into learning about cleaning routines and establishing that. And, um, just kind of getting to a place where I felt good about the house and just staying ahead of it. I mean, routines are just so important in all of the mm-hmm. areas and like having a plan, because when you try to just like wing it, it is going to feel, for me, it always felt really stressful because it felt like you're constantly putting out fires and you don't have enough time for this. And you missed out on that. And look, you turn around, there's laundry. Like it's, it just creates a lot of stress and I don't operate from that place anymore after doing these years of, of work, trying to like get all those things together.
1: Yeah, that's, it's so true. Like going back to the people pleaser thing, I'm a recovering people pleaser. (laughs) So I definitely get that. Like, and people are going to say what they're going to say, but when it comes down to it, like if God's telling you to pursue this and to stay home and to quit your job, like we kind of have to listen to that, right? Yeah, (laughs) We kind of have to like go with what we're being told that we need to do And people are always going to have their opinions, but we have to really stay strong in what we're called to do because at the end of the day too, it's our lives. They're not living it, right? So, Mm -hmm. so, so good. Yeah. So tell me a little bit, I know you coach moms on like leaving their jobs. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do exactly with moms? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, so I am so passionate about helping moms um really get to a place where they first of all believe that there are other options for them and that they are being called to do something bigger different you know etc and then empowering them all along the way to be able to make that transition because to go from I want to be home with my kids to actually being home with your kids there's a whole lot of decisions and a whole lot of mindset stuff that has to happen Um, and I just want to help them through that. So getting over the guilt, the initial guilt of like leaving their job, the confidence to be able to, like, we were talking about making your own decisions. This is your life, it's creating a plan. Like sometimes there's even job guilt. Like I was a teacher before, well, I, I worked for university, but in a, in the local school system. And I felt bad because I have to tell my employer, I have to, you know, let go of all the kids. I ha- I'm doing such a good work here. And you have to make these plans or you'll never quit, especially if there's projects that keep happening. Um, so like helping them like detach, but also still show up to work, all that kind of stuff. And then preparing like financially and money mindset stuff. And then really that transition working from home, again, is such a, a bunch of, of things have to happen practically, like strategically with the routine and all of that, but then the mindset all along the way. So um, I really, I just love It's it's just life coaching to help the women have this life and help them get from A to B, like wherever they are, wherever they're stuck, help them get through. And another big part of that for me is having like teaching about the Bible and teaching about um, what the Bible says, because there's so much in there about how we can live our lives and how we can be encouraged through all of this. And I think a lot of women, they're Christians, but I mean, this was me. I mean, I read the Bible. And I'm like, I had no clue this was, this would even apply to the situation right now. Like for the longest time, it was hard for me to read the Bible. And I started reading it from a different perspective where I'm like, what does this say? What is this saying about God's thoughts towards us? And when I read it that way, or like, what is God thinking? Like, why was it included? I just started having all of these insights for how it applies to our lives. And I just felt really compelled to encourage you know, Christian women to hold on to a lot of these truths. Because for me, if something's in the Bible and like, it's this principle, this thought, I'm like, it has power and it's real and it's stronger than just somebody's opinion. And so when I can see that God takes people on a journey of, you know, and does all these hard things in their lives or that he's always there, that he always provides, like, I want to help women know those things so that when they come up against those mindset things and they're coming up against like- I don't have enough money to do this, or, you know, they're stressed out over money. They can hold on to those biblical principles. And so one part of that is helping them cultivate this biblical mindset. But then the other side of that, which, you know, it doesn't have to be that I help only Christian moms, but the other side of that is the, um, like I said, the, the coaching side of it, where it's helping them to figure out like what their business should be. Like, Sometimes women will or people will pick a business for online that is just like it sounds good or it makes a lot of money or but it's really not what they want to do. Maybe they pick something that sounds good but it might be a reflection of their of their career but there's certain things about it if they stop for a second they actually hate talking to people every day or they really don't want to write but they decided to start a blog because they heard it made a lot of money. Like you know just helping them Like take inventory of what they like, what they don't like, what they're good at, um, what their goals are, and then creating and being very intentional about the business that they're going to pursue so that they actually end up where they want to be and not creating another job. Because if you create another job for yourself at home, you basically are creating another prison, except you're in charge and you can't get out. Like you created (laughs) it for yourself. And I don't want that for women. So I want them to just keep pursuing whatever God's calling them to do and help them get there.
1: I love it. so, so powerful. And what you're doing is so needed, especially like in today's world, right? Because so many jobs are now remote. People are wanting to leave jobs, like um, entrepreneurs are coming out all over the place. So it's such a needed thing right now. So that's awesome.
2: Yeah. And I think that that was one of the cool things, not, I mean, one of the cool things about the whole, you know, world going into remote is that it started to show people that you don't have to like go into the office like it just opened your eyes right. like I can get work done right. and I don't have to go anywhere um but it also created a lot of frustration because people are trying to have them come back and it's like why I can get more done and I just think I mean this is I don't know what this is I don't know historical or economical but I just think it's kind of crazy like the whole system is set up where we have to go in and show a face for 8 hours and it's like I'm literally sitting at the computer that I have at home right. and you could get it more finished Like, I feel like, you know, if we would just pay people for what they produce and not for their time. And that's the thing about being an entrepreneur is you're not getting paid for your time. You're getting paid for what you produce. And, you know, we all know that like everybody like lives for the weekend or lives for vacation. And it's like, that's not how our lives should be.
1: That's just miserable. Right. It's so true. And working from home, you can throw in a load of laundry in between calls. <laughs> you can do all the things, right? Yeah. yeah. You got to be careful. Not no. to, not to creep, not to creep. The right. Right. Not be like,
2: cause you have to just ignore the dishes until it's dishes time. Right. But yeah, right. you can. And it's the freedom, like the not commuting in and having all that kind of wasted time. Um, it's just really, I just like the stress level that I have is, just, I don't know. It's like non-existent compared to what I had before. Like I was always stressed, always working, always like worried. And you know, it's just wild to me because there was a lot more structure. There's a lot more, I guess, certainty in that paycheck, but I don't know. It just feels very different now. And I would, I, yeah, I wouldn't
1: change it. It's so true. I feel the same way. And like Time is huge for me and for us, for a lot of moms, like you want time. That's what we want the most is time, freedom, right? Yeah. So the, the ability we have to like do these online businesses and like you're helping other women start those. That's amazing. So mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you. So one last question that I ask all my guests is what brings you joy? Oh, goodness. so many things, but I think
2: that one of the things that brings me joy is honestly, and this is going to sound like a cliche kind of Christian answer, but it's true. I get tons of joy, like reading my Bible because I just am able every day I spend time. I just make sure that I spend that time praying and talking to God. It's not really it's not praying for things. It's more like a journal talk is what I do because it helps Mm -hmm. me get my thoughts out. And when I do that every single time, I have some amazing like insight that I feel like God gives me. And I just have such, it brings this joy to me because no matter what's happening in my life, no matter what feels crazy, when I take it to him, when I open the box, there's, it's just so cool to me how there's always like, there's this peace and there's like, even though it feels crazy, he's got a plan and he's there for me and he loves mm-hmm. me. Like, I know all of that. And, um, you know, little things like I'm having this particular struggle and I opened the Bible where I was reading all along and like the next thing. And I'm like, that's like the one I needed. Like I, you know, and it just, right. like, what are the chances of that happening? And I, that happens to me all the time. And I'm just like, I just have this joy in that. Um, and then being able to, you know, live that, live that out and be home with my son and all of those things.
1: That's so good. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. That was amazing. Um, can you just tell the ladies where they can find you and connect with you? Yeah. Um, So I'm on
2: Instagram at Mama with a Calling and you can go to my website, mamawithacalling.com. And then I have a free Facebook group where it's Christian women who are either interested in transitioning uh, to working from home and and following where God's calling them, or maybe you're already on that path in some way. And um, you can just look it up on Facebook. It's Mama with a Calling.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was great. It was awesome having you. Thanks for having me.
0: Wow, wasn't that amazing? Thank you so much, Alexia, for joining us and pouring into these ladies today. That was so much value. You guys have to go check out Alexia and what she has to offer. Her website is mamawithacalling.com. You can also join her free Facebook community at Mama with a calling community on Facebook. I will leave all of her links in the show notes and definitely go check her out because she has helped me so much not only in my life but in my business as well so thank you so much again for joining us I hope that you have an amazing week ladies and remember you are a good mom you can do hard things and you are so worthy of love I'll see you next week Hey, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found value in this episode and that you learned something new. If you could do me a quick favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and written review, I would so appreciate it. It just lights me up to hear from you and it allows other mamas to find the podcast. Also, every single month, I do an Amazon gift card giveaway to one lucky listener. This month, it could be you.